In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet with this Nifty little blur thing behind me that I spent hours setting up today because I'm a noob. I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting who, for some reason or other, don't have their cameras on. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Well, I don't, I don't do the blurry background, so those of you who do, which is both of you... Who apparently blurry backgrounds more important? Than... I don't. I didn't do the whole blurry background. It's sharp right behind me. I did a special gradient blurry background just to hit the sides because I hated people seeing that stupid doorknob over there. You can still see a doorknob, but it's blurry. It's a blurry it's, doorknob. It's a blurry doorknob, and so I feel like you need a full-size cutout of sting over it's there. It's blurry. I do have a, a sting bashing buddy or whatever they're called. Uh, just cut like, a hole in the back of him and put it on the doorknob. My my daughter loves to uh, bash, uh, steal it, and every once in a while, like in the middle of the night, we'll suddenly hear it because she rolled over and hit the bashing buddy and goes, "Ow! Watch it, Wolfpack for life or whatever." I don't know. That's fun. It's... Wake up in the middle of the night and hear. Your stinger. Woo! Only in his voice, not Ric Flair's. I just can't do yes. the sting one. It's higher pitched. Yeah. But anyway, also, there's another person. From <laughs> up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? Hey, hey, hey. I am uh, probably COVID free since a day ago. So, not too bad. Not too bad. Happy to be happy again. <laughs> you weren't happy before? I mean, I was happy, but, you know, I'm COVID. What's going to happen with my trip? There was, you know, a certain certain uh, melancholy on my fucking life at the moment. But I'm good now. I'm good. I'm great. I'm grand. I'm happy. Let's good, great, go. Grand. Yes, sir. Mexico yes, sir. in a week and a day, so I'm pretty freaking stoked. We don't care about you. Uh, I mean that. I mean, I mean. Mexico, though. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mexico uh, sounds also, fun. Joining us in the chat. That's great. We've got Ambrosia modding it up in there. Um, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, uh, I just got the notification that in one minute we're going to have an advertisement start because I also figured that shit out. Oh, there you go. I knew that was like freaking you out. Look at you go. You really neared it up on that stream elements, didn't you? Good for uh, you. Well, it's it's stream elements, and it's it's the dashboard. I'm figuring out how the dashboard works. And 
Nice. Adding the proper thingamajigs to the dashboard. So, so 24 seconds till the ad starts. So we're just going to wait for the ad? We're just going to... No, I'm just telling people that the ad's about to start in 15 seconds, so just be prepared. <laughs> um, those of you who are uh, subscribers will not see the ad. You'll see us continue to talk. Because to you pay for shit. <laughs> but so see you in a minute 30. So anyway, those non-subscribers, fuck yeah, them guys. Fuck them, man. <laughs> fuck those non-subscribers right in... They... The fucking face. Fucking fucking right in the ear. Um so so uh a lot of fun to talk about in wrestling, but um last week we had a time when we went off a little bit on uh, pro- uh local college football. And um not much better this week. The only difference is he's got an excuse to not be much better because he wasn't head coach a week ago, you know? Well, he also, um, apparently Miami wants him. At least the fans do. The thing is, he. this was a tough, tough game for him to uh, be, navigate. Yeah, be suddenly thrust into. It's against a ranked team and one of our longstanding rivals. And uh, they walked all over us, as they probably should have. So, yes. uh, but the 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 score was not great, not great at all. But anyways, <coughs> that's that's not professional wrestling, and that's what people came here to see. So, in ten seconds, we're gonna get back to talking. To <laughs> oh my god, we really waited. Okay. Hey, professional wrestling fans. Welcome. Boom. Welcome back from <laughs> the ad. Hey, hey uh, professional hey. wrestling fans. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> so, we're going to talk professional wrestling. We're going to talk the ups and the downs in uh, the world of professional wrestling this week. And uh, one of the ones that I think uh, JLB at least has interest in... Uh, uh, and Bridget says there was no ad. It said it was running an ad. I, uh, I can I could show you the screenshot. It said ad. May, maybe it thinks you're a subscriber. Are you? Yeah, just always here. They're just like, yeah. Were you kind enough to subscribe? That's. I mean, don't give that subscription to something stupid like WTN. Hey, Jesus Christ! Shots fired. I mean, you can't even. We're not. We're not affiliated yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Woo! Jeez. They bet there. Jeez. Jeez. Well, and you won't be affiliated while you're in Mexico. <laughs> no, no, no right. sure won't be. Sure won't. But maybe we'll do our our uh, bra and panties match while you're in Mexico. No, you son of a bitch. That would be fun. You, you, you. <laughs> that's mean. You. I'm going to get Warhorse to roll your ass. Uh, rule. So so the big thing I was, I was going to talk about, um, or at least uh, was going to bring up, I know JLB uh, was interested in, is uh, Malachi Black. Um, he released this yeah. statement. 
saying that he's he's going to be gone for a while. He's working on himself. Uh, he doesn't really want to talk about it. He doesn't like talking about shit like this. Um, but uh, he says there's a lot of the stuff that had been reported that wasn't exactly right. Um, but he won't go into details exactly. Now, I'm going to point out Malachi Black is still listed on AEW's roster page. They have not taken him off of there. Yeah, I believe it's a brief hiatus. Um, and so the report stated that he uh, <coughs> he was conditionally released and that they planned on him coming back. Uh, but I don't I don't think that's what's happening. I think he was given time off. Um time off to do whatever he needs to do. And, and effectively, I think Tony Khan basically said, you do what you need to do. I'm not going to penalize you for, for taking care of your personal life. Taking care friend. of your personal life. Uh, I, I would prefer for you to uh, not wrestle elsewhere. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a reasonable preference. But but I'm not going to say you you have to come here, you have to wrestle. You know what I mean? And I think that's uh a reasonable thing to request. You know what I mean? I think it's uh reasonable to 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 um, behave in a manner that's probably best for your athletes like that for Tony Khan. There is one giant looming question mark that comes out of the Malachi Black statement that makes me believe, and, I, and I'm guessing this is where you were headed with this, um, makes me believe there might be more to um, CM Punk's claims than we knew. And that is hashtag truth. If that was a private conversation that was only had with AEW management and um, Malachi Black, how did how did that information get leaked as well? Mm-hmm. So, so I'll read the whole statement so that, um, and we'll highlight the part you're referring to. Uh, it says, "Firstly, thanks." Thank you all for your messages. Know they are being read and appreciated. With all the turmoil going on in the landscape of professional wrestling, I took the time to think of my words, but also needed to wait until conversations between mine and AEW's camps had come to a conclusion. Firstly, I dislike reading parts of my private conversations between myself and AEW in regards to my mental well-being on the internet. These conversations were private and not meant to be shared with the public. As now most people realize I am a very private person and do not feel the need to have stuff like this out on the internet. If you have been following me longer than a cup of coffee, you're aware I've spoken out about them prior, but would like to be the one deciding when this finds its way into the public and not through someone else's mouth. As with anything through the lips of someone else, that story gets distorted. Mm. He goes on to say... Secondly, to be in line with the above... They also need context. I did indeed ask for my release. The last two years of my life uh, have been... um, Oh, that fucked you up completely. That (laughs) that really did, yes. 
uh, I, well, I got I, an alert in my ear, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, so, my bad. I uh, have uh, lended to a lot of setbacks. Both me and my wife have been affected by uncontrollable actions from the outside that resulted in loss of life, medical setbacks, career jeopardizing, the lo- suicide of a close friend, and a close family member almost losing their life, then experiencing an injury that I was sure was the end of my career. I spend every week going through several sessions of rehab, dry needling and therapy just to be able to walk and compete. Now, this being the tip of the iceberg and with the combination of the promises in my professional field that were not upheld, which resulted as a combination of all of these to a complete demoralization of life and career. This decision had been in my mind for the past six months. It's hardly... It's hard to really put a finger and say this was the moment it all went wrong, but I can tell you after many years that I have learned from a rational point of view to see what I need to hit the brakes, and this is which is what this is. Perhaps once my mind settles certain things and processes the last two years a bit better, I will convey via a different platform than written out what exact what the exacts were that happened and have a more informed conversation about them. For now, know that I am good. I am taking, for the first time in 22 years, a few months to recalibrate the last two decades of my life. Lastly, I have read a few narratives online regarding my, quote, release, end quote, mental health and my personal life that I can summarize swiftly. If it didn't come from me, it didn't happen. Stuff about conditional releases, stuff in my marriage, or using solid said mental health to leverage the other when, as I said before, that part wasn't even going to be part of the public conversation, are false. My marriage is fine. I am fine. It's just the time to make sure those things stay that way. Once again, I appreciate your support, and we will see each other soon enough, MB. So, uh, the, the things about that that I'm going to point out is, A, he signed his name Malachi Black, not Alistair Black, not Tommy End, not, you know his real name or whatever which to me implies that he's at least for the time being planning on staying malachi black um which was his aew name not his indies name and not his wwe name um the thing that maybe maybe he changed his name to malachi black uh the thing that da fabe is referencing is there's a couple points in there where he mentions that he had conversations with AEW and that that came out public, right? Uh, and what we don't know is exactly what or whom released that or whom, yeah. I mean, and specifically who he had those conversations with, right? If they were direct <laughs> to Tony Which Khan, means he's not he's not claiming that they're a lie. Which is what CM Punk does, but CM Punk again has a, a certain level of toxicity around him consistently. But um, where he would he would say if he said something yeah. that was inappropriate, he would call that a lie. Malachi Black does not have that toxicity that we know of, and for that reason, makes me think maybe there were two toxic people involved in the CM Punk thing, which would result minimum two, which would result in CM Punk. Um, so the way he did. I, I would anticipate if it was uh, Tony Khan that he had those conversations with and then it came out public that the tone of this would have been a lot different, right? 
I would also assume that that means he probably won't. You know, you're saying that he won't be back with AEW would have been the tone. Yeah, the the tone would have been fuck AEW and all of that shit. You know what I mean? Um, specifically saying, listen, I had private conversations with Tony Khan, and that got out to the public, and I didn't like that. Right? The fact that he uh, specifically said my conversations with those in AEW. Um, yeah, I mean, and, implies... and this could be any anybody from. The implication could be anybody from the Jackson brothers to mm-hmm. to um, Kenny Omega, all the way all the way to uh, the, the guy who runs the Nightmare Factory, uh, um, QT Marshall. QT Marshall. QT Marshall. Yeah. yeah, the guy who runs the Nightmare Factory. Yeah. Put first, some respect in his yeah. name. First of all, they refer to it as the Factory now because uh, Cody took there. nightmares with him to. Oh, so now we just got dreams! Yay! But no. second of all, um, that's the deal. Yeah, I would anticipate that either this was uh, locker room gossip that went backstage. You know, like he's just talking back. Man, I think I'm going to take some time off. I'm not feeling good. And then those people went to the press, and that's who he's angry at. Or um, if he's if it's more angry, and that's why I just don't read it quite as super angry. That's where it would come from. Like, I had conversations with Christopher Daniels, and that came out. I had conversations specifically with these people, and then I see it reported in, in the dirt sheets, which means I know who these leaks are. Um, which is, you know, the, the cornerstone of CM Punk's claim is that he feels he knows who the leaks were. The leaks are, yes. Um, and specifically pointed to... Matt and Nick Jackson. Matt and Nick Jackson and and by connection Kenny Omega. Although I I he never specifically went after Kenny Omega. He mostly implied the Bucks. Well, EVPs. Yeah, yeah EVPs still implying Kenny went. Omega. It does, so. but but my point is cuz he was bare, he barely interacted with Kenny Omega. Right. Right? That's true. He, he didn't came have much of an opportunity to he he came in early September. Kenny Omega left in November, and didn't come back until just a few weeks prior to this. Right, so right. he he didn't have a chance to <laughs> to really have a lot. But the Young Bucks were there a lot of the time. Um, speaking of Chicago made Phil, I spotted this little gem at my local Target. And had to pick it up. But now I have to fight the urge to let it breathe because I'm a guy who likes to uh, to have his toys let out. But a, a sealed CM Punk, potentially the last model of action figure that he gets. <laughs> right? Could potentially be worth something. I mean... Letting it breathe could also be worth something too. Yeah. Well, if, one of the things I like about the the jazzwares that they use for these is uh, they they use cloth for the like he's got a cloth jacket on him. Uh, oh, it's not. Yeah, it's a hoodie, and uh, he's got he's got an AEW mic that I could give to Hangman Page or something. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. 
Anyways. But, uh, so me reading the Malachi Black statement, it implies a couple things that go, uh, that aren't specifically stated, but implied, uh, that he's probably coming back to AEW, that the reports of the conditional release and all of that stuff were a lie, which then also to me implies that he's still with AEW, um, and and that he is taking care of himself. Um, if you watched the video that preceded him releasing that, where he talked to the crowd at an indie show, I don't remember what indie show it was, but it was some indie show. I uh, talked to the crowd and addressed them. If you watched him, you could tell he was probably in pain. Like, his entire upper body was basically just stiff as a board. He didn't move at the waist. He didn't, you know what I mean? It walked like mm. a person whose back is really, really hurting. Uh, and I think that's probably part of it. You know, he talked about the dry needling and all of that stuff, the back injury that may may have ended his career. And, and he's mentioned it before on his Instagram treating his back injury um the those are things that i think i think a lot of this is like hey let's take some time off (coughs) official time off to heal not just let's let's go do some stuff for a while this is let's take some time off to fully heal and not even rehab just heal no, and that's it. And then he talked about his personal stuff, right? With with someone uh, that he knew that had committed suicide, with someone who almost nearly had also died as well, and all this. And then all this is happening, and you're still wrestling and still doing this. The dude just needs a break. And utmost respect for how Malachi had handled it. Uh, I've always kn- like I've always read that he was a personal person, and he seemed like a great guy. And this to me just screams pure class act uh, i think he handled it in the greatest way that anyone can handle when people are shooting rumors at you he wasn't being salty to anyone he just said his piece gave you enough info for you dirt sheets to just or just his fans to know hey guys look i'm good i'm great you don't really need to know all this but here you go you're just gonna get a little bit of the uh, of the news for me, but uh, all in all, for those who care, I am fine. I just need to take a break. I really liked uh, his tweet thread there. That was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, Cal- Cal's in the in the comments. Oh, crazy Cal. What's up? He's also a, a wrestling fan. Wrestling fan? Come oh, well, that's a good thing, because he's, he's here on a wrestling show. Um, but so um so yeah that that's kind of how i read it that he's like listen i need to take some time i you know i need i got some shit to work out uh none of this and he did reference that his career wasn't going over the way he wanted to over the last two years um although i'll point out only one of them was with aew right so his frustrations were with the way his career was going before he even got let go, right? Um, right. Now, I I could see him being frustrated with his positioning in AEW. Um, 
you know, uh, some of it he had no control over because he was out with an injury for a while, and some of it he did have control over. Uh, yeah, again, I think people are reading it in way too much. He's just kind of like, there was shit I was going through yeah. while I was in said companies, and I didn't like where my head was at and what I was doing. That's that's more or less you what know? I was reading it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that he's like, listen, I, I may have not been super happy with the way things were going, but it was like, a lot of it was shit I couldn't control. Right. I couldn't control the pick a fight with me storyline. <laughs> so I had to do it. Right. Uh, I couldn't control the fact that I had this injury and couldn't come out and be this monster. I couldn't control the fact that I was brought in to AEW with a program with one of their EVPs, uh, Cody Rhodes, and then he fucking nerfs out and goes to back to the place I just got fired from, right? Uh, you know, he can't control those things. And it really did hamper his his overall trajectory in AEW. Um, I get it. So I, I don't blame him if he's got frustrations, but at the same point, uh, I think AEW consistently booked him as a monster, you know? Uh, every time he came out, he destroyed people, you know? Uh, right. if he hit the black, yeah, I don't know. Did he, did he have a, did he ever lose on his back? Um, give me a second. Let's see. I don't know that he had a, I know that he lost. I just don't think that he got pinned. I think they were DQ losses or. I'm going to look up at his cage match. Do-do-do matches. Um, must have been at Prestige Pre- Perseverance was the where he did the Prestige Wrestling. Um, uh, they lost the match at All Out. Um, but it wasn't, I don't think it was him who took the pin. I can't remember how that one showed. Uh... They lost the trios tournament, but I'm pretty sure that that was like Buddy Matthews took the pin there. Yeah, I thought it was somebody else that took the pin. Um, they defeated the Dark Order at Fighter Fest. Uh, it was the Pac versus Clark Connors versus Malachi Black versus Miro for the All Atlantic Championship at Forbidden Door. Um, but I think Clark Connors was the one who took the pin there. So I, I don't think he, right, yeah. I don't think he took a pin there. Malachi Black, he beat Penta Obscuro in the qualifying that. House of Black beat Death Triangle at Double or Nothing. House of Black beat a bunch of people on AEW Dark. On Rampage, they beat Fuego in the Dark Order. Uh, House of Black defeated Fuego in the Dark Order on Rampage before that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at this, and I don't think he he <coughs> lost very often at all. Um, so I, you know, I mean, yeah, he wasn't in a feud with Kenny Omega, you know, right? Or or insert other really big name superstar. 
Um, but again, I think that's something that was a little bit out of his control because when he was brought into AEW, it was against Cody Rhodes, right? His his right. first match, a pretty big big. Uh... Was it Homecoming with Cody Rhodes? Second one, he defeated Brock Anderson, who was the mentee of Cody Rhodes. Uh, then he defeated Lee Johnson, who was the mentee of the Nightmare Factory. Then he defeated Dustin Rhodes. Then he defeated Cody Rhodes exactly uh, almost a year ago at Grand Slam last year. Um, and then he lost to Cody Rhodes. This is the only time I think he took a pin himself. He lost to Cody Rhodes at Saturday Night Dynamite. And uh, then lost to Cody Rhodes and Pac uh, at full gear. But I don't think he took the pin there. But then that's that's about when Cody Rhodes deuced out. I so I don't know if this is about this is about win loss record either. Then no, it's just that it it could be he he felt like since then, uh, he's gone against Buddy Matthews, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman. Uh, Death Triangle a few times. Uh, yeah, a feud with Pac is not a bad feud, though. No, it's not. Fuego in the Dark Order a couple times. Bear Country in Fuego. Um, you know, a couple nobodies. You know, that sounds and, that that booking sounds a little bit like we think you're talented and we really really want to have you on our roster. We don't know where your story's going. Well, or we're building you up for a story. I mean, remember, yeah. uh, Goldberg, and I, I don't always want to go to the Goldberg reference, but Goldberg wrestled nobodies and beat the tar out of them for, you know, almost Ever. a year mm-hmm. before they really gave him a big name. Because you got to build people up. Now, I'm not saying they were building him up to be Goldberg, but I think they were building him up to be this kind of monster and and uh the way you do that is to have him beat up nobodies and then eventually beat up the big name yeah and so you know i think aw got hit by the injury bug unfortunately so a lot of their bigger names went out injured uh they also got hit by the the uh cody roadster uh uh, heading off to to WWE, which you know, again, that was the main program that he was involved in to start. So, so because of that, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, what do we do with him now? Well, I don't know. We throw him off towards someone else. Um, I would like to see him. In a, in a good feud uh, when he comes back. I'm hoping he comes back to AEW. If he goes back to WWE, in the end, uh, I think I think all wrestling fans should be able to agree that we really just want him to go somewhere where he's happy. Um, he was not happy in the old WWE. I think we all can agree that. Uh, the new right. WWE, he may be happier in. Um, it's being... Uh, uh, booked creatively by a person who treated him well uh, when he was in charge of the booking at NXT. Um, But it is still 
the land of the giants. Now, D.A. Fabe is muted and talking, so. <laughs> Sorry. At the end of the day, we have to have that conversation that he he was injured mm-hmm. and and needs a break regardless, so. Yeah, that's it. That's kind of more my thing. It's He's not even thinking about where he's going right now. He just wants to just you know, conclude yeah. on everything he's done in his life and reminisce mm-hmm. about the right things he's done, the wrong things he's done, and just heal. I, I don't yeah. think it's – he's even – he doesn't – we can't answer that question because he doesn't even know. At the end of the day, he's like, I don't give a shit about wrestling right now. I want to get my mental state in check. Mm-hmm. And I That's agree. It. Like I said, I, I – I, all I'm saying is – I would prefer for him to come back to, to AEW for many reasons. A, I'm an AEW mark. That's never been hidden. What? Um, uh, but B, you know, he's five foot eleven. AEW or WWE is still, even under uh Triple H, still the land of the giants. Uh I mean no, in fact, Triple H is a big big believer in giant people now mm-hmm. he does like underdogs but but yeah i mean there's a reason triple h brought back braun Strowman. yes is because that fits the product on wwe main roster um and i think that he felt that you know uh, i think if if malachi black goes back to wwe he'll fall into a similar hole that he was in before aka uh, we don't know what to do with you. Uh, just a heads up, I think we're having another ad, maybe. I don't know. Um, so if you're watching and then suddenly we go to ad, uh, let us know and we'll stop. Yeah, talking we'll about something comment different. and we'll stop the wrestling talk for a moment. Yeah. So, um, if, if it if it goes like uh, like Ambrosia uh, said and there's no ad played, then great, we keep going. I don't know. I don't have control. I don't even know what ads it's supposed to be playing. It just so I, know, I had a professor. I had a professor in college that called ad advertisements advertisements advertisements. People do that. I though. It's that like was a thing. weird. It's the British. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's weird. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, no, we might be way, in right? advertisement yeah. right now. It should be starting in one second if it goes. Um, but yes. So, anyways. Uh, Malachi Black, I hope he gets whatever help he's needing. I hope uh, he uh, continues to improve both his back and his body and his mental state. And and I personally hope he comes back to AEW in a big way. Uh, that being said, in the end, the biggest hope that I hope is that he gets better. If, if- Whatever he chooses to do, if it if it's out of wrestling, we want to wish him the best. We also mm-hmm. want to wish AE, AEW less drama in their in their personal endeavors. Oh um, Jesus! We've right? seen we've seen oh. that this can can definitely reach a toll on an organization, and so. Mm-hmm. Well, um, speaking of AEW drama, the other thing I wanted to talk about, or at least. An other thing I want to talk about. There's a lot of speculation around a Samuel Guevara this week. Uh, oh, right. Because I he, think it's just an attention whore. I, 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 I think it's entirely a work. I agree. Um, I think 
it's it's about building up his name because here there's a lot of evidence I think that supports it. But to to uh, go into it in case DA Fave didn't see the news about it, he changed his social media up. He removed all mentions of AW <laughs> on his social media. Um, uh, some people report that the name change had been a while uh, ago, but a lot of people are noticing he's no longer Sammy Guevara, he's Samuel Guevara on social media, and so they're wondering if that also mm. plays into it. Uh, and then he's tweeted out some mostly attention-seeking um, sort of uh, tweets and and posts that... Uh, some people led some people to speculate. Uh, um, let me see if I can pull up his Samuel Guevara. Um, he changed his bio to just a kid chasing a dream, booking inquiries, book Sammy and Ty at gmail.com. Uh, on September 16th, he uh, tweeted out just a gif of the end of uh, Truman Show where uh, Truman takes a vow and then walks out the door to never to be seen again. Prior to that, he uh, tweet tweeted, I hope you live a life you're proud of, and if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. Uh, and then a message kind of remarking on the, night, the previous night's loss to... Uh, John Moxley in the semifinals of the tournament. Um, what it comes down to me is I most of these, I think, point to uh, he's going to revamp his character on AEW um, and maybe try to step out of the... Uh, Always yes, the backstory to to Chris Jericho sort of a thing. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. As evident by the fact that he's got a match booked for this week on AEW. Oh, does he? Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, and it's a big match. It's not. It's not just any match. It's not a teeny tiny. All right, this bad joke. Let me find it. Lots of yours are. Ouch. Yeah, Didn't need to go there, bud. Oh, he's going to be in the, the. That's what it is. He's going to be in the, um, the Grand Slam Battle Royal thing that they're doing. Uh, so next week is Mox versus who? I didn't see Danielson. Danielson. Yeah. So on Dynamite, we're going to have Mox versus Danielson, uh, Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaimed rematch, Claudio Castagnoli versus Chris Jericho, uh, Pac versus Orange Cassidy, and uh, uh, Tony Storm versus uh, Serena Deeb versus Athena. Versus uh, Britt Baker. I don't know if that one's going to be a championship match. Mm. It might be. Let me see if they, they have a thing. And then there's also going to be the... Uh, 
Grand Slam Battle Royal for number one contenders or something like that. I'm trying to find the the where they mentioned it. No, I think. And that no, but isn't the four-way women's match? Isn't the four-way women's match uh, actually for the titles? It might be. I don't know. I said I, I, I wasn't sure on that. Uh, okay. I believe they are because that was their whole thing for Grand Slam. Tur- tournament of Champions. That, that very well might be. <laughs> golden Ticket Battle uh, The Golden Ticket Battle Royal isn't on until Rampage. Mm. Um, but the Golden Ticket Battle Royal, he is a, has been listed as one of the contestants in the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. Um, so... You know, I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere, but I could see him revamping his uh, style a bit, or not style, but maybe his character. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm. A bit, uh, and like I said, one one of the things I I wish his character would get away from is Chris Jericho. Um, right. Not that Chris Jericho is bad by any means. Um, but I think in the case of Sammy Guevara, excuse me, Samuel Guevara, uh, oh I, I think it holds him back a bit because he's always going to be in Jericho's shadow in that. Well, he was out of Jericho's shadow for a while and they put him and back into they it. put him back in it. And uh, unfortunately they put him back in it, I think mostly because of Ty Conti, uh, and his relationship with her, I should say. Because of the heel heat that they got from that. Oh, well, well, yeah. So he has to be... Well, okay. I feel like he can carry heel on his own. I feel like he can as well. I feel like... I, I feel like I would love if he went back to the Tom, uh, the Sammy Guevara from uh, early AEW. Uh, just with the vignettes of, yeah, I heard you had a good match. I mean, I didn't see it. But I heard about it. I heard it mm-hmm. was a great match. Did you see my match? My match was fire. Uh, I thought that was a really good character, just super cocky, super into himself. But well, I feel like that's what he plays, anyways. No, super cocky into himself. Yeah, but but playing it next to uh, Jericho, you're always going to be in Jericho's shadow. That's fair. and and I think he just needs to be on his own for a bit. And he needs to be Sammy Guevara fucking... And frankly, like, I don't hate them as a couple like some people do, but I I do think that both Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara would do better separate. Well, we've talked about that numerous times in in the past. I mean, uh, people divested in Beth and Seth, or uh, not Beth... uh, Becky. Becky and Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing full well that they were two of the top names in the sport, you know? Yep. And they just I mean I said I don't I don't care about this. We we don't we don't need these two together. We don't care. <laughs> but but so anyways, that's that's kind of my thoughts on that. I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. He, reports have it he signed a uh, fucking five-year contract when he came on, and so he's still got at least a year on this contract. Um, 
I don't I don't see him going anywhere and I don't see him asking for his release, especially since when we talked about WWE being the land of the giants in in conjunction with Malachi Black, the same holds true for Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Well, and and, he, and let's be honest about it. It takes a rare bird who doesn't want to be at the, in one of those two organizations. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe New Japan, but in terms of somebody who says out loud, "I'd rather be at Impact," that is a rare person. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Is the, the only reason he would leave is if he felt like he could go to WWE, and um, the only way he'd go to WWE is if they were relaunching their cruiserweight division because they don't have a place for him right now. And this is not trying to knock on Sammy Guevara. I personally think he's a fucking star. I would like to hear his intro music just be Samuel Guevara. Samuel Guevara. Like, like just flat out. Ha ha. Maybe this go Samuel Guevara. No, that that was legally distinct from the New World Order. Oh, okay. Because the New World Order goes wah 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 I'm done. I'm done. Let's carry on. <laughs> oh my God, Charlie Brown's teacher on the con. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, it's dun 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 dun. Nah, okay. dun 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 dun. Thank you, dun, dun. Vanilla Ice. I appreciate it. You are. I'm sorry. Welcome. Vanilla cold water. <laughs> yes. It's tropical ice. Anyway. I'm, I am tropical snow. I actually had somebody come to me the other day and say, hey, which one of these snow cone companies do you like better? To which I said, it's None. a fucking snow cone company. Snow cone companies? Yeah, there's there's two in the town I I, I establish business in. I, uh, I've I've been angry that I haven't found one here in my town that's even close to tropical snow. One of them in the town I'm in is called is a tropical snow. The other one is another name. Mm-hmm. I think it's unique to just it, so I'm not gonna say it. As I don't need people coming to my town. Yeah. Being all <laughs> weird, being like, hey, you're a district attorney. On a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, I've, I've been to your town. No one's coming to your town. People come uh, to my town all the time. Not willingly. <laughs> wow. Dick. Um, ooh. We got a, a request for a posture check. Everyone's got to check their posture. <laughs> <clears throat> Channel points, posture check, done. Oh, <clears throat> up the neck there, just to make sure I've got this. I can do this. Yep. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay, now I'm going to go back to slumping. Yeah, now we can slump some more. Perfect. Slump time. 
But Doctor <coughs> Strange here. What a weird name. What a weirdo. Mm. Fucking weirdos. Anyways, um, <laughs> what else went on in <laughs> professional wrestling this week? Uh, got unsuspended like professionals in wrestling um, from AEW. That's that's good news. Who got unsuspended? Uh, basically, n- not CM Punk and his uh, and A Steel, and not the Elite. The other four people involved or three people. Well, and yeah, and the Young Bucks definitely got suspended because they wrote on their on their Twitter as their location suspended, mm-hmm. um, comma AF, which I thought yeah. was very creative. Suspended yeah. as fuck. Yeah, because they used to be Christian AF, and now they're suspended AF. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we knew they were suspended. Uh, them and uh, and uh, Kenny Omega definitely got suspended. Kenny Omega got removed from all promotional appearances. He was supposed to be over in Japan promoting the video game at Tokyo's Game Show. And he is. That's why we he, saw the bite mark. Uh, that's not for the video game because that was at a different company's booth. Um, uh, that was, let me pull it up here. Uh, the Capcom live stream, uh, which the video game is not through Capcom. He's in Japan. He was scheduled to be in Japan for other reasons. He's in Japan at Tokyo game show, but not for AEW. He was not at the AEW booth or the uh, THQ Nordic booth, I should say. He was not involved in any of the promotions. Uh, AEW flash uh, flew some people over there to take his spot. Um. Uh, so he, the stuff that he's doing is not AEW related. Uh, they've been very clear about it. He got oh, scammed no, that's, for. Okay. Yeah, he got scammed for. Uh, uh, another video game uh, that he was going to be involved in, and I can't remember what it was now. What the guy who comes out to video game music is doing video game promotions in another country? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what was the game he got scanned for? He visited Sega's HQ while there. Um... Sega. <laughs> He got scanned for for it's it's some shooting game or something like that. He's gonna be involved. Oh well, he's gonna be in Yakuza. He's gonna be in the Yakuza. That game, might have so been that's it. what that was for. Game. Um, yeah, but so yeah, so he got removed from the THQ Nordic panel, and they had to send other people over there to deal with that. Oh snap! Okay, so he, um, but so he's definitely suspended. And then of course, A Steel and. And uh, CM Punk are something not in AEW right now. That's for certain. Uh, and still on their webpage for now. Yeah. Well, they're they're either suspended or out injured or both. Um, that picture that uh, JLB mentioned uh, was at the Capcom booth, but you can see uh, on Kenny Omega's arm Visible the bite, bite mark. From <laughs> Ace Steel. Ace Steel. Side note: 
What grown adult bites in a fight? I mean, other than one that wants to win, I suppose. (laughs) In in his statement, apparently, someone who's uh, concerned about their disabled wife's well-being, because she was apparently in the room. Um, All reports, I would still say, look to your best boy, uh, CM Punk, because he's the one who started throwing hands. Yeah, it sounds like that's a, that's a that's an un, undeniable. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that their that both of their uh, statements have the same, right? Uh, that he started throwing punches. He says he started because he he figured they were there to fight and he wanted to get the first punch in. Um, and they said we just came to talk, and he just started throwing hands. Either way, both of them agree that CM Punk was the one who started fighting first. So, Ace Steel, if you're really worried about your your wife, um, maybe uh, not have her around CM Punk. Because he seems to be the common equation in both of those. Um, but Christopher Daniels, Michael Nakazawa, uh, Brandon Cutler, and um, uh, Pat Buck. All have been removed from the suspended list Um, because the investigation has decided that they all were involved with trying to stop the fight rather than participants in the fight. Uh, So Pat Buck is back at his job as producer Uh, and Brandon Cutler is available for wrestling, but best friends with the Young Bucks, so who knows. And both Michael Nakazawa and Christopher Daniels made appearances at the THQ Nordic booth. It would be humorous to see Brandon Cutler come out with his camera and be like, nobody's here. Make, make a whole bit during this suspension. Where he's like of, looking for he people just keeps, to video. keeps asking someone, hey, can I, can I, can I video you? Do you need a, do you need a, a videographer? Or just have him come out in his D&D gimmick again. <laughs> they they missed a boat with the D&D gimmick. I'm going to tell you what. He was coming out and he had he had this, this uh, custom-made metal D20 about the size of a grapefruit, right? That he would roll on the ring entrance and then he would go to the ring. And what they missed is basing the result of that match on his the success of his role, right? That would have been a great gimmick to have done. He rolls high, he goes out and he wrestles well and he wins. He rolls low, and he goes out and he makes a bunch of mistakes and loses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the perfect and, guy to have him wrestle would have been Orange Cassidy, who would have come out and rolled at the same time. You could do that, but I mean, you anyone, could have had them roll against each other. Orange Cassidy's like, oh, literally yeah. anyone be fine because you could play it off as this is all psychological. He rolls bad, therefore he he's got a mental block and he starts making mistakes. Uh, it's like quicksand, you know. He he starts starts thinking about the bad things, and then more bad things happen, and then more bad things happen, and then he loses. Uh, but then when he comes out and he rolls well, then his brain goes, yeah, I'm going to win. And he's got the confidence to actually win. So you could have it be with almost anyone. You'd still keep him away from the top tier. I'm not saying you throw him out there immediately, have him 
you know, go to the match with Kenny Omega. And he happens to roll well, so he gets the win. Um, right. But, you know, you keep him at the same level he was. He's still a, a lower mid-card wrestler at, at best. But he can come <laughs> out and he can wrestle the Fuegos and the Bear Countries and, and uh, even Christopher Daniels, you know, whatever. And have it just where they basically have two matches in mind. I mean, they're calling them on the fly, basically, anyways. So you basically have the match. Here's the match we're going to go if I do well. Here's the match we're going to do if I do poorly. Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think thought that would have been a brilliant gimmick for him to have had as that. So. But the THQ Nordic uh, booth, uh, they had matches all weekend there. And uh, I'm trying to find what all. Uh, I do wish that they gave a, an amount of time for these suspensions, but I understand that it's indefinite because they don't know what happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um. They had Takeshita wrestle at the THQ Nordic booth, and uh, that makes me happy because I like Takeshita. Uh, Takeshita versus Chris Brooks, Riho versus Hikari Noah, Michael Nakazawa versus Yuki Ucho, uh, and then uh, Christopher Daniels, Kadesuke Takeshita, Yuka Sakazaki, and Ryo Mizunami. In a four-way exhibition match, um, and I kind of hope they uh, uh, they they recorded those and there's a way to see them. Maybe AEW Dark or something. I'm trying to think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, else. that would be fun. Uh, Hagane yeah. Shino uh, also wrestled uh, apparently. Um, I got into it with a guy on Twitter uh, over this uh, what? Uh, Facebook. Get into it on Facebook. Uh, this guy uh, posted a comment. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Uh, on this thing and says, I because uh, they said we have an incredible lineup of talent performing at Tokyo Game Show 2022. And he commented, I see Christopher Daniels on the list. Where's the rest of this so called incredible talent? And I go, dude, just because we don't see them weekly on American TV doesn't mean they're not talented. I see a ton of Japanese talent that, frankly, will bring a lot of exposure to AEW with the prominently Japanese audience. Remember, this is the Tokyo Games show. Uh, right. You know, the, yes, there were probably some American, uh, you know, fans, video game fans there, because it is a big game show for for video game fans, right? right. Not arguing there. But uh, the the primary market of that Japanese people, and so if you want to get Japanese people interested in your American wrestling game, then having some Japanese wrestlers wrestle at the exhibition is a good way to get some eyes on it, especially um, ones that are from Japan. Yeah, those people. Japanese wrestlers Those from people? Japan. Oh my god, you people. Specifically. You just, Japanese you just threw wrestlers. out uh, you people. No. I've said those people, meaning the ones you had just mentioned. I'm just fucking with you, bud. But, uh... Um, just 
fucking with you. I'm going to say the fuck word until somebody donates to make me stop. Oh, my God. Um, good, a good time to mention <coughs> that our new merch store is up Ooh. with limited uh, selection at it right now. Our old merch store isn't going anywhere. You can still go to the merch store. Uh, link is in the doobly-doo. Um, Ambrosia has it if she's still awake. Um, <laughs> but the new merch store, I'm also going to add to the link tree because it is our Stream Elements merch store that uh, is is set up with new merch. And the really nice thing is if someone uh, buys from said Stream Elements store, we get a nice little notification. It looks like this. What? Will a drone actually deliver the merch from that? Because no, a drone will not deliver. I. Damn. It would be really cool if they did, though. It would be really, really cool if they did. My but, household cameras would be crazy. But with, there, there is some limitations of the new merch store. Um, specifically, on these limitations. Yeah, specifically, doesn't have quite as many options. But I was mentioning to DFA before the stream. That's not necessarily a bad thing, because I found myself sometimes on uh, the spread shop merch store a little bit overwhelmed with the options. Like, occasionally, oh, do I do I want the the unisex shirt or the uh, organic unisex shirt or the <laughs> why don't you get a men's cut shirt or the men's cut shirt? Or the premium men's cut shirt, or the there's a there's a lot here. Let me. Just... Do I want do I want a Sasha Bear bear or a Sasha Bear mug or a Sasha Bear shirt or a Sasha Bear? Oh wait, you have a Sasha yeah. Bear shirt. It's on you right now. Yep, I'm wearing my Sasha Bear shirt. I want to know that she's coming back to WWE. There is news that that fans are growing weary of not having Sasha and Naomi back. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, because Naomi was with Sasha at the um, red carpet for Star for the the next season of Boba Fett, I think it was that what it was for. Anyway, yeah, it's Star Wars uh, or, red carpet, or um, yeah, that Naomi was there for her Andor I, or some shit. I Andor. almost, I'm, I'm almost fearful that this might have been a work, which would be repul- repulsive. To all of us. So, so on the old merch store, you want a t-shirt? Do you want a men's premium t-shirt? A men's t-shirt? A unisex jersey t-shirt? A fitted cotton poly t-shirt? A 50-50 t-shirt? A men's v-neck t-shirt? A men's ringer t-shirt? Or a vintage sports t-shirt? Or a tall t-shirt? Or a tri-blend unisex? Or unisex oversized? Or a Hanes adult? Or a men's premium organic, or a men's moisture wicking performance shirt, or Jesus. a unisex stars and stripes shirt, or a unisex tie dye t shirt. Those are all the options in just t shirt, right? Um, and that's a eggs. little overwhelming in my book. Uh, the new merch <laughs> store, you have the option of t shirt, or pullover, or some other things. I get to I get to choose, but it's at least going to be. Um, little bit more specific to just just some options so and one of there the will options, be no sasha bear bears no sasha bear bears 
But if you want it, you go to our other one. Yep. That and like I said, it's not going anywhere. Uh, but we do have the new design on the new merch store. Pulling it up now. Do, do, do. The Ron Order WBU podcast nitpicking pro wrestling since 2019 shirt. Available mm-hmm. in a couple really fun, bright colors. And, and if you're a subscriber, you'll be seeing these right now. And if you're not a subscriber, we, you may be seeing an ad right now. I don't know. I can't tell. Which it means theoretically, either way, you're seeing an ad right now. Yeah. I feel like you would still see that right now anyways, whether ad or no ad, no? We're screen sharing this. If it goes to ad, oh, you don't fair. see us at all. No, if it's that's, on fair. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, but either way, they are seeing. I really like this mint color. A bit of an ad. Yeah. Mint. That was like that color. That's shitty. Orange. The orange only goes up to two XL. The other colors go bigger. The red goes all the way up to five XL. Anyways, they just don't like orange. Haters. <laughs> um, You're just a giant fan of orange. <laughs> you you are correct there. Wait, that, that sounds like I'm calling you my lover. Yes. And that's only on particular days of the week. It's corn. Big knobs. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. Can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. <laughs> so happy I put that in your head. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna tell you I that song always makes me giggle because uh, on um, TikTok. The the people who want to talk about their spicy content, the people who work in in the fields that are not exactly uh, uh, legal, except for in areas uh, near near Las Vegas. <laughs> okay, not including Las Vegas itself. Not including Las Vegas itself, though, um, or the people who work in the filmed versions of that. They refer to it as corn. <laughs> to get around TikTok's uh, automatic filtering. Oh, right, yeah. So every time I hear it, the first thing I think about is this some porn star? It's corn. But then the rest of the lyrics are not the type that I would like to turn on. So. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. A big lump of knobs. That's not yeah. the kind I would watch. Yeah, that's not 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 high on my list, at least. Um, let's see. Let's talk WWE. Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle was what it was. Finn Balor let's have the real conversation that you're going for. Fucking Logan Paul for the title, huh? 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a take that I think you guys will be a little bit surprised with. I don't. You actually it. like it? Oh my I god! I don't hate it. Um, I don't hate it for this reason. Um, it's on the Crown Jewel show, which I'm not gonna be watching anyway, so I don't care. Um, uh, <laughs> number one, number two. Let's be honest. We know he's not winning. Right? Right. There's no way he's winning. So they're bringing him in. It's going to be a big hype to match. He's better than I expected him to be as yeah, a wrestler. Right that, yeah. um, I would agree with that. He's definitely putting in the work as a wrestler, and they're paying him a boatload of money. Might as well put him in. A big thing. Now, do I wish WWE had been smarter about building him up um, and had him wrestle more than, what, three matches? Two matches? I think he's only done two. Uh, before putting him, him in a, a Chief. title match. Uh, How about that viral video, though? Oh, my God, that was classic. <laughs> You might be the head of the table, but everything I've done, I've been the table. <laughs> I've been the table. I've been I the am table. The, I table. the table. <laughs> okay, Stallone on our podcast oh. here. I am the... Well, fuck. That's what it sounded like. Let's see here. Um, two matches. However, both of them come oh, no. down in the win column, so he's... He's officially undefeated in WWE. So, uh, but his last match was back in July, so he's had a couple months to continue training. Um, I, I, it would it be what I would want to uh, the way I would put things together. No, I would build him up with a bunch of other matches, put him in a couple programs, uh, with some some for lack of a better term, good hands. Couple uh, couple matches against the Uso brothers and, yeah, well, and Sammy may be coming up though, so that might help. Yeah, I I would yeah, and that's the old one. We've got a few weeks before Crown Jewel, anyways. Um, but like yeah, I would I would have put him in with some matches. I would have had him have some exhibition matches, not program matches directly, but exhibition against like, can uh, Dolph Ziggler who can pull a decent match out of almost anybody. Um. Finn Balor, you know, you can have him come out and rescue someone uh, from the Judgment Day, and and then he has a match, and you know, just a short one-off sort of a thing. Um, Try to think, you know, Seth Rollins can pull a good match out of almost anybody. Johnny Gargano. Uh, the only reason I don't think they'd do Johnny Gargano is he's just back, yeah. and uh, they don't want to have him immediately lose to a Logan Paul. Uh, but I don't think Logan Paul has to even win all these matches. I think he just has to look good in them. No, in fact, in he, just fact has he, could, to, he yeah. could technically lose them all if you're going to have him win the title. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to win the title. No, he's not going to win the title. suggesting he's winning the title. Reports have it that they're, they're conflicted backstage because they don't want Roman to lose until WrestleMania, but they also want there to be a champion on Raw. Oh, on Raw. Um, and so what do they do? And, you know, my my thoughts are the about the only way you really do it 
either you have him stripped of the title due to some BS rule, like, hey, you haven't defended specifically oh, the Raw Championship in X number of days. Yeah. Well, and you can even you can even have the the gentle come up and hey, um, I need to know which title you were defending against, Drew. Yeah. Something like that. Or the the easiest way, in my opinion, is you book him in a unfair match that's a uh, two-falls match. First fall is for the Universal Championship. Second fall is for the uh, WWE Championship or vice versa, whatever. And and then you have it be a triple threat. And so someone wins the WWE Championship by pinning the other person um, in a way that Roman wasn't involved with whatsoever. And uh, then Roman can come in and be angry that he lost one of his belts and, you know, destroy the other person and pin pin both of them at the end. Um, But he only wins the Universal belt. Uh, because he's already lost the the other one, and then then he can you know feel like it, it got taken from me unfairly, and he can have that whole thing. And now you've got two champions, and he still hasn't been pinned. Uh, he still never lost. I think that's the way to do. But yeah, I, th- I think you could do it that way for sure. Yeah, I don't think that hurts anything. However, if he's if it's about WrestleMania, there is still the rumors and still the goal. I mean, yep, we saw the interview. But, you know, it, but again, Trip said himself, if you can get that guy, mm-hmm. but it's probably the other side of the coin is if you can get that guy, you don't need the championships to be involved for that to be a marquee match, right? That's true too. That match sells itself. If if that can happen, I'm still not convinced it will. But if that ends up happening, it'll it'll sell with no belts involved at all, right? right. Uh, and so you don't need it to be for a championship. In fact, it probably actually sells better without it being for a championship, because you have it be for the head of the table. You know. Mm, sure. This is that guy saying, "Nope, I am the tribal chief, not you." Uh, and he could be like, "Bro, you left for Hollywood, bruh." And you just uh, bruh, bruh, you just bread. I just bread. Yeah, bruh. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah lost the uh, uh, tag championships after having them for what two weeks. Um, to the people they beat for them in the finals, Dakota Kai and Eos Kai. Which makes me wonder whether, because I thought the plan was uh, that this would be building up for Sasha and Naomi coming back. And, and coming. And so either they are coming back and they wanted the match to end up being Dakota Kai and Io Sky versus Sasha and Naomi. Or they're not coming back as soon as they 
they thought they were going to, and so they they uh, put the belts on the wrong people for a short period of time, and now they're on the right people. They're fixing, course, course correcting. Um, either way, they're on the right people now. I just feel a little bit bad. I just don't know what, yeah. Had the belt I, for a couple weeks for no reason. Yeah, I and I still don't kind of know the reason. I was still trying to like figure out. Okay, so if they weren't going to show up at, um, well, it was. It would seem that it was so that uh, Big Mommy Cool can have her match with Bailey, based on some of the action this week. No, but that's fine. What does that have to do with the tag team tie? Maybe they, because they, you they wanted a set match that up for the they could have set that up at the first fi- finish. I you understand. I mean? I'm just, I'm, I'm just, just giving you. The that's data. why I say this. This feels like it was a course correction, that they had a plan for Sasha and, and Naomi to show up at the pay per view, and when that fell through, now they're course correcting to put it on the people that they really wanted it on, anyways. Uh, from the get go, um, Johnny Gargano wrestled for the first time in nine months. Against Chad Gable. I was a pretty good opponent to put him with. That was a fun match. Mm-hmm. Um, good good mix of styles. Of course, Austin Theory uh, came in afterwards. And... He was ferocious. <laughs> <sighs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, Bianca Belair issued an open challenge. Whoever could come out and it was Sonya Deville and Bianca Bear, Belair destroyed Sonya Deville. It was what it was. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Some of the stuff does seem a little bit lost in WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I get out of this program into the next one? Well, I mean, yeah, like I don't care for Braun destroying everybody and their dog. Um, however, I'm kind of excited that Braun's back. Yeah. It's just. You had him destroy Alpha Academy. You had him take uh, World's Strongest Slam from Otis. Like it was nothing. Just like, ah, whatever. And I understand you're building up a giant, but build him up again. We talked about this earlier. Build him up with uh, maybe less. They had him show up um, when he first came back on Raw and destroy a four-way tag team match. Like, destroy everyone. Um, take out their entire tag division, why don't you? Uh, Omos is back. Why, why you didn't put Omos and Braun on the same roster so you could have... Giant versus giant? Yeah, giant versus giant, two giant meaty men slapping meat. I, I don't, I don't know that, uh, they believe that, they know Braun can carry a match, I just don't think they think he can carry Omos. In a match. Uh, Dexter Loomis is also um, still targeting the Miz. Dexter Loomis is, is a in. fantastic, fantastic <laughs> actor at being creepy, and maybe he's naturally creepy. I don't know. I, I, you know what I think helps it: the bleach blonde hair and the brown mustache. I, th- yeah. I think that look just inherently looks creepy. And with his fucked up eyes, I think his eyes really just <laughs> just sell it just that much more too. Like, like it's great, it's fantastic. Give me the heaps. Uh. 
Uh, Dominic uh, lost to Edge because of disqualification because, you know, Judgment Day. Mm. They had they had the backstage segment earlier where Dominic's talking and Rhea Ripley's just whispering into his ear. Um, whispering sweet nothings that, yeah. might add you. Yeah. I deeply enjoyed the I'm a man now, Dad. I'm a man now, Dad. <laughs> Wait for someone to tell me what to say next. <laughs> uh, on SmackDown... Yeah, Logan Paul announcing that he's back, and then of course that's what led to the official announcement for uh, Crown Jewel. Ricochet versus Sami Zayn, where Ricochet won. Um, Damn straight. Yeah, how do you feel about that? There, there, JLB. Well, um, your guy loses, or your guy loses. One of the two. I know. But I'm always happy for Ricochet regardless. Either way, though, uh, Sammy's work is freaking fantastic. Just just the fact, uh, this is where we also help Sakai keep the title too, right? Against uh, Madcap Moss, which, by the way, pretty freaking good match. This match made Madcap look freaking fantastic. Uh, this was just a singles well. match between Sami Zayn and... <laughs> No, I'm saying for the match later on. For the match later on. This was on SmackDown, correct? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, but I, I'm talking about Ricochet versus, versus, and so the, specifically that match, you know. Yeah, but didn't the Usos kind of fuck around with that? So I think that's why I was kind of like, oh, okay, you're telling a story, fine. No? Am I not correct on that? Didn't the Usos kind of get involved on that? Either way, don't have to check it, but. They well, they may have, but they they weren't involved in the the finish really. I mean, he wiped them both out, and then he hit the shooting star press for the win, and so um, that's fair. But uh, then you had uh, Braun Strowman come out and beat up on Maximum Male Models. Uh, they deserve better. They really do. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Yeah. When you bring back a monster, you have them destroy all the people you've spent yeah. time building up. Uh, I mean, Raquel that's, Rodriguez that's the versus Bailey was then up next. Up. Yeah. But then you had Raquel Rodriguez versus Bailey, um, which, like you say, is I think is setting up a bigger program. They're going to try to build up. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm, we're all pretty sure that Raquel's uh, being built to be a women's champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I'm so really excited for. I uh, I was confused with the concept of the NXT North American Championship being defended on <laughs> SmackDown. But... Right. Yeah, but I, a great match, though. I found that match to be pretty freaking awesome. Yo, Madcap Moss is not nearly as bad as uh, he once was. About the biggest problem is he just kind of has no character now. No, he's just very generic. He's without, generic without as... Baron Corbin to... Mm-hmm. Oppose him, yeah. so to say. Mm-hmm. Give him something. 
Uh, and then finally, you had the Fatal 4-Way number one contenders tag match. Hit Row versus Imperium versus New Day versus Brawling Brutes. Hit Row, though, with the surprise craziness. Freaking Top Dollar just carrying everybody on his back. Uh, this, to me, was a really surprising uh fun match and everybody did pretty good including really impressed with hit row especially and uh, imperium obviously are always great so yeah brawling brutes got the win there so they're the new number one contenders um i hate that name still really do. yeah brawling brutes is really weird you just call them the brute the brute squad whatever you know but oh, Jesus. brawling brutes brute squad is, is better <laughs> the brute squad yeah the brute the... The thing is, Brute Squad actually has a historical uh, reference. It's it. They called the the group of just big thugs that the um, the uh, royalty would hire to go out and and control crowds by beating people up who got out of the way, like effectively SWAT team in the medieval the Brute Squad. Right? They would be the brutes that were sent out to beat up on people. Fair. Um, and so Brute Squad, but Brawling Brutes, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It it kind of rubber in your mouth, and so it's hard to always say. Anyways. <laughs> um, but AEW's uh, week was actually uh, surprisingly good, all in all. Well, it's not as best good as show. last week's. But it was their best show of AEW Dynamite viewership-wise. In terms of ratings, it was definitely yeah. their best show, yes. Um, but so, With Moxley no versus bucks. Sammy Guevara started off the night. Uh, was I surprised with the ending? No. Uh, do I wish they would have given Sammy the win? I'm not saying they give him the belt in the end, but I, I think this would have been a a big win for Sammy Guevara to test the waters. Um, but Moxley got, got the win. Well, I, and, and my assumption is they're trying to tell a story of Blackpool Combat Club there. Yeah. Um, um, and more specifically, I think they want to get MJF and Moxley too, though. There's that. That's too. what I they're going to lead to. I think I'm, I'm going to go on the record saying, I think uh, Danielson's going to win. Um, oh, I think Danielson's going to win uh, and lead to to a period because I th I think Moxley's going to take some time off. He was supposed to be leaving on a six week vacation, uh, <laughs> and then he came back for this. I think they're going to give him at least four weeks of his six week vacation. You know what I mean? Um, or maybe a six week vacation the rest of the year. I think this is where you put it on Brian Danielson. You let him carry it for a while. Danielson versus MJF would be fire down the road. But the thing is, I don't think MJF is going to cash in right away. I think the whole concept right. MJF is going to wait until he sees a weakness that he can cash in on. Uh, speaking of MJF, he came out and gave a, a, a promo where he introduced the Stokely Hathaway's group as the firm. Uh, specifically, he said the first stable on retainer. <clears throat> which implies that they're for hire. Um, which I'd like to point out that wasn't the the prestige or the pinnacle pinnacle. Wasn't that a stable on retainer too? 
All that. I digress. Uh, no, I think he was technically part of the pinnacle, though. He's the one that created it. He was still the leader. The He's, other one yeah. was more the yeah, which I really enjoyed how they made that a thing. He's just a stable on retainer. They were good friends way yeah. back when. So not, that was dope. Not to be that guy who's semantics, you're, but you're the whole, that guy the whole point of the pinnacle was I'm paying you guys. That is the definition of on retainer. Um yeah, but he, he wouldn't do together. that with the pinnacle technically though. He would do that like with FTR from uh who were in the pinnacle. No, who were in uh, what's his face's group. And then they were in the pinnacle. Yeah. He's and right. And then uh okay. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. And then Wardlow was in the pinnacle and you're my boy. I'm you're on you work for me. And uh, Sean Spears was in the pinnacle and worked for MJF. That was the whole point. Um, I'm I'm just just pointing out we've had a stable on retainer before. Um, I am excited for this stable on retainer. Um, I thought uh, one of my favorite moments from this was Stokely Hathaway going around and introducing each one of them, and he introduced uh, W M Morrissey, and he gave him a hug. And M. Morrissey just kind of stood there, like totally stone faced. I don't know why this guy's hugging me. Whatever. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Uh, Jungle Boy said he had a open contract match, uh, and Jay Lethal came out and uh, lost to the snare trap. <clears throat> Good. Here's a moment I want to talk about from AEW. Luigi Primo. Yeah! Is he all elite now? Or is I, he... do, I do not know if he's officially signed to a contract. I do know that it is driving some people nuts in, a, a, in the, the wrestling fandom. Because, oh, because I think he's fucking hilarious. I know I think he's hilarious, but he, it's driving people nuts because uh, both Miro and um, who else was it? A bunch of people tweeted out uh, things like, "I'm trying to get on TV, and you give airtime to Luigi Primo or whatever." Now I'm gonna go on record. I think every single one of those tweets from a wrestler acting angry that Luigi Primo's on TV was all a work. It's all storyline. It's all kayfabe, right? Because the whole gimmick was he was on screen for like three seconds, and then he yep. got kicked in the face by Ethan Page. That He's was not the even whole supposed joke. to be here. Yeah, that was the whole joke. He comes out and he just gets annihilated right off the bat, and then Ethan Page does his promo where he says, "Hey, I'm I'm uh, <clears throat> I want to be taken serious. I'm tired of people joking around." Which, again, part of the joke, Miro saying you put this Joker on TV with, and you don't put me on TV, that's part of the joke. That's exactly what Ethan Page is thinking. And then, uh, and then uh, uh, Danhausen came out to, to talk to Ego about uh, his match that was on, on Dark. And uh, Ethan Page said he's going to make an example. He said, if I, I want to show that I'm, I'm the 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 
what is I can't remember where he looked the, the master of of uh all Atlantic that I should take out the Joker of AEW. Uh and then walked away and Dan House was like, Yes, you'll take out the Joker and then looked confused for a bit. Why am I not knowing this Primo guy? Who's this Primo guy? Luigi Primo. Wrestling's premier premier pizza guy. guy. I think I missed this on uh, Dynamite. Well, you, it doesn't take very long to have missed it. It was <laughs> <laughs> Boink. Oh, shit. It's Luigi, like L-U-I-G-I, Primo, P-R-I-M-O. Yep. Yeah. He's a pizza guy. How did you not see this? I mean, apparently it was really quick. It's it's on all the all the media, the socials. Yes. Who's the first in the world of wrestling and pizza making? Da, 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 da. Uh, there you go. Okay. 24 yep. second segment. <laughs> yeah. And and 20 seconds of it is uh, post kick where he's out. He's not even on screen anymore. <laughs> he says, Oh, hey. Jesus. <laughs> he says, Hey, it's Luigi Primo. And then just gets kicked right in the face. You haven't seen any of his stuff. It's freaking hilarious. The I had to watch like six matches of his just to make sure that it wasn't real pizza dough. I was like, <laughs> why, why, why? That's horrible. Don't no real pizza dough. He even got no. interviewed on Fox News. That's the one I was just looking at. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. He's pro wrestling's premier pizza maker. Ooh, Luigi <clears throat> Primo versus Gregory Iron pizza death match. It's two years ago. Iron. Oh, so, I, 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 I do see that um, Jim Cornette Iron. did 10 and a half minutes on uh, Luigi Primo. And Luigi Primo? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm relatively certain that that's a... Uh, Why does uh, that not surprise me? An entire fucking 10 minutes of, this guy's ruining the business. Anyways. Um, I thought it was hilarious, and it was hilarious. And if you watch it again, Luigi's sell of that kick was just great. He's like, just out, <clears throat> dead. I'm. I laughed so hard at it. He's been wrestling for a hot minute, though. Yeah. So, yeah. He's pro wrestling's premier pizza making wrestler. <laughs> He's got some legitimate pizza tossing skills too. I mean, oh, or at least you know pizza shaped chamois. Yeah, well, that's what competitive pizza tossers use, which uh, I didn't know if you knew, but there's competitive pizza tossing, uh, like fucking ESPN Ocho shit, you know. <laughs> ESPN <laughs> Ocho. Ocho shit. ESPN <laughs> 8, the Ocho. Uh, fucking competitive pizza tossing. Anyways. Uh, Matt it Hardy, like you said competitive pee tossing there for a second. Pee tossing, that's a different channel altogether. Uh, Matt Hardy challenged Darby Allen for a match on Rampage. Powerhouse Hobbs beat up some nobody. Uh, Ricky Starks then came out and, you know, hit beat up on Hobbs and, uh, you know, effectively. That ain't over. Um, and then Lucha Brothers uh, versus Swerve in Our Glory. Of course, Swerve in Our Glory won because they're not going to take the belts off of 
Uh, well, they, they did mention it was for winner faces the acclaim next week, but of course they weren't going to lose. No, the, I mean, yeah, they mentioned who, whoever won was going to face the acclaim next week, but it was a world tag team championship match. So they right. weren't going to take, they weren't going to move the belt from Swerve in our glory to Lucha Brothers right before their big rematch sort of a thing. So anyways, right. Um, what my other favorite segment of the night on dynamite, Alex Marvez backstage again, Alex Marvez was part of both of my favorite moments, uh, <laughs> trying to get an interview with death triangle and Pac stops to, to talk for a second and talk about how great he is. And how he's the first, uh, double champ in AEW and out of nowhere, an orange punch takes Pac out. And then Orange Cassidy says you won't be double champ for long and then leaves. Um, but just out of nowhere, just laid him out. I thought that was great. Yeah, no, that worked. And uh, that sold it for next, uh, I think it's next Rampage they're going to fight. So, yeah. And then you had uh, a women's tag match Tony Storm and Athena versus Serena Deeb and Britt Baker. Um, a lot of this was the whole can they get along sort of a storyline. And then after the match, um, there was a whole Jamie Hayter show, showing up and uh, hitting Athena with the steel chair, but not helping Britt Baker. And when Britt Baker says, I'm sorry, Jamie Hayter walked off. So that's building to that match here in the future. And then finally... Uh, the Wizard Chris Jericho versus the American Dragon Brian Danielson, which ended with Brian Danielson uh, tapping Jericho out. Uh, and so the match is officially going to be John Moxley versus Brian Danielson, which is what I expected. Um, I think, I to me, the more interesting match would have been Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson. But either way, um, and you know, like I said, I'm on the record now saying I think Brian Danielson's gonna win. Mm -hmm. If if I'm wrong, then next week you'll say you thought Brian Danielson was gonna win, and I'll say you're right, I did. I, I'm gonna go ahead and go on the record of saying we probably won't give that much, that many shits. Oh snap! Well, I won't. I'll I'll be in Mexico. Yeah. Jesus, that was loud. I won't. I'll be in Mexico. So yeah. this motherfucker, this motherfucker doesn't care so much that he's gonna go to go to another fucking country to avoid talking about it. Yeah, straight up facts. But <laughs> uh, on rampage, Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy. Uh, Darby Allen won. Um, but after the match, uh, the uh, House of Black came out. With, you know, I think they've kind of transitioned to Julia Hart kind of calling the shots. Not as a leader, but just kind of as a a ringleader, maybe. I don't know if that's the best word for it. An instigator. Where she's just like, yeah, do this, do that. Anyways, they came out and uh, they hit Matt Hardy with a lariat. And then held him over the edge in the chokehold. Uh, and challenged Darby and Sting to a match next week. No DQ match. Um, and when they hesitated, 
Julia Hart just pulled his feet, Matt Hardy's feet, off the apron so that now he's just hanging by his neck like they did with Darby Allen. That that move looks so fucking sick. Yeah. Um, when they're just hanging by their head. Anyways. Uh, uh, they had um, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta in the ring and getting interviewed because Wheeler Yuta lost the Pure Championship, and this is Claudio trying to build him back up, make him better. You'll get back the championship. Uh, and then Chris Jericho interrupted and challenged Claudio. Uh, so we're going to have Claudio versus Chris Jericho next week. And, um, you know, I'm interested to see how those styles match up. I don't think Chris Jericho can be quite as technical as as uh, Claudio can be. So, um, yeah, that's gonna be totally different styles. But I think uh, it'll be fun. It'll definitely be fun. And Jericho's obviously not winning, though. As much as I would like to see Jericho put that on his resume no. and get that Ocho, uh, no, no, uh, no not gonna, gonna happen. You're right. He's not, not winning, but <laughs> um, gonna, if he does, though, pretty surprising. I would just hate gonna, it for fun. So I hope he's not going to win this. How hard is it to say? Um, Jade Cargill backstage uh, with the baddies, and then Diamante came up and uh, challenged Jade to a match next week, saying she's going to show up with the baddest bitch from the 305. Led to a lot of speculation. Who could it be? Who could it be? Um, I'm I'm gonna go on record right now saying I think I think I know who it's going to be, and if it is the person that I think it's going to be, everyone's gonna be real disappointed because people are throwing out all sorts of other names of you know, ooh, this big star is gonna come, this big champion, this whatever. Sasha Banks is gonna show up or whatever. Oh, it has to be from Miami. Sasha ain't from Miami, so not Miami. I agree. I agree, but people are throwing shit out like that. Um uh but like who the hell's from Miami that we know? Rock. I mean, aside from the rock. <laughs> Because it has to be a woman, so Rock is out. Why does it have to be a woman? Because she said, I'm bringing the baddest. I mean, it granted, they said, just said, she. Because I think she mentioned she in the, um, in the, in the segment. So it has to be a she. Well, yeah, the baddest bitch from the 305. It's I mean, it. who's to I mean, what are you saying? Just all she's are bitches now? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're alluding to? It's for the TBS championship. It's yeah, it's definitely a woman. Don't <laughs> fucking. I don't, I don't think it's a woman. I think it's gonna be Evelise. That's who I really think it's gonna be. Uh, That'll put butts in seats. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, that was good. That was good. But I mean, I, you know, I think. Just I mean, Ivelisse claims to be from Puerto Rico. That's where she's from, right? So she's not from Miami. Uh, but that doesn't 
Again, I don't think that means anything. It just means she could be living in Miami, right? Right. I think it's going to be Ivelisse. Uh, they, they've been partners before. Um, they're, in fact, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think, I don't think there's a, a chance it's not her. Uh, wow. I'm going all in on Ivelisse. Um, and, and there's another reason, right? Ivelisse, uh left AEW because uh she couldn't get along with Tony's uh, with uh excuse me uh Cody fuck it no See former woman uh, uh champ of Thunder Rosa Thunder Rosa couldn't get along with Thunder Rosa right Thunder Rosa ain't there right now uh uh I think that's why she comes back. I don't think she's going to stay for long. I think it's going to be a one or two and done sort of thing. But that's who I think it's probably going to be. Uh, the only other potential might be... Um, I'm totally blanking on her name right now. Uh but the re the reason that this might be, and let me see if I can pull to, to, to up a profile. Let's see, yeah, she doesn't have a connection with Miami, but that doesn't mean she's not. <clears throat> da, 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 da. Oh, this might be. This is this is the other option that it might be. Um, Paige Van Zandt. Oh snap! Okay, who wrestles? Uh, who lives and wrestles out of Coconut Creek, Florida? Um, which is not a three hundred five area code, but it's still fucking Florida. So close enough. Close enough for government work, right? Uh, <laughs> right. Yep. So, anyways. Willow Nightingale versus Penelope Ford uh, was up next, and Penelope won. Uh, I I wish they would give Willow Nightingale some wins, but you just brought Penelope Ford back. You want to give her some wins. I get it. Uh, Dan Housen did not last long versus Ethan Page, um, which is fine. I don't think Dan Housen needs to win. Uh, no, that's not the story to Dan Housen. Yeah, and... Uh, there I go, shaking my camera. Did you, did you see his uh, edited uh, Batman thing that he did? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. Uh, no, I just want the monies. <laughs> um, it was money. really funny, though, at the beginning. He looked like he was going to curse Ethan Page. And then he stopped and did the Ethan Page smile. And that just pissed Ethan Page off. And uh, they just destroyed him. Um, and then you had Samoa Joe versus Joss Woods in the main event for the Ring of Honor television title. And I don't have a lot of experience with Josh Woods, right? Uh, but he, he looked good, fucking though. great. Yeah, he pretty fucking good. So I had no complaints there. And it's great to see Joe back. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck. 
about the only thing is i will say joe joe looked a little winded towards the end uh <laughs> not that he shouldn't have been it was it was a fucking intense match and everything but i was just like it looks to me like he hasn't wrestled in a while and it showed you know what i mean But otherwise, I, I thought it was a good week for wrestling as a whole. Um, I'm not as frustrated with the the Logan Paul situation as some people are. Like, it's to be perfectly honest, I could see this being one of those matches that uh, uh, was was requested by those in charge in Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? Uh, the crown prince saying, "Hey." I we need a marquee match. Uh, who do you got? And they say, well, we got Logan Paul. He's <coughs> against Roman Reigns. Logan Paul is a big name. They go, okay, cool. Well, I mean, and then I was kind of like, will they care about Logan Paul though? Um, you know, just because. Okay, I get it. Yeah, obviously, you know, they. And then I thought, oh, okay, right. Logan did fight Mayweather. That was probably a huge, uh, huge thing in Saudi Arabia. Jake fought well. Mayweather. No, Logan fought Mayweather. It was Logan who fought Mayweather. Jake was the sure one that him? took his hat. Yeah, Jake was the one that took his hat, Mayweather's hat, but Logan was the one that fought Mayweather. Jake was the one that fought uh, the MMA fighter there. Uh, jo- uh, not Jones. Uh, Tyrone Woodley. But Logan was the one that fought Mayweather. Yes, sir. I watched it live. Okay, I'm giving it to you. All right, perfect. Uh, but that was my only thing. But I guess you know that's enough for the Saudi prince. Everyone will seem to know what it is. And honestly, I don't mind it either. A lot of fans have been really upset. A lot of fans. A lot of people I talked to were all like, "Oh, this is Triple H's like worst move ever." And I'm just like, guys, it's for the Crown Jewel show. Like, who gives a shit? Anything that happens at Crown Jewel is not storyline at all. We might see little... Crown Jewel stays at Crown Crown Jewel. Jewel. Exactly. Fuck Vegas. This is all about Crown Jewel right now. Um, What happens in Saudi Arabia stays... That's not a good thing for anybody. No, that's fair. That's why we say Crown Jewel. We say the pay-per-view specifically. Not Saudi Arabia. What happens in Saudi Arabia that's bad, we need to know about. What happens in Crown Jewel, just leave it in Crown Jewel. Uh, yeah, and I, and I just don't mind for that fact because, and this also honestly protects any other wrestler from going against Roman Reigns for a championship. So put, uh, put Logan Paul there and then all will be good. Um, Logan will get, you know, a few moves on him or whatever. He obviously won't win. If he wins, then I think I'd might be a little bit more pissed. Um, just because why would you ruin the tribal chief like that? Um, you yeah, know, no, you got to have a big-ass guy to be dominating. Yeah, no fucking Roman. chance of winning. No chance of winning. I just, I'm almost kind of excited if he does win for our podcast the following, at, 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 on, on the following Sunday. Like, that's going to be freaking epic. So wait, so, does that WWE pay-per-views in October. No, that's November. There is. October 8th is Extreme Rules, and November 5th oh, right. is okay. uh, Crown Jewel. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Roman probably isn't fighting at Extreme Rules. Uh, but we are going to get Karrion Cross versus Drew. So that maybe might be the main event. Um, yeah. But honestly, if Roman well, isn't going to I tried to do tick and talk between each word. That is not an easy thing to do. Screen or not. Oh, there was all speaking of Karrion Cross uh, On SmackDown, they did play the White Rabbit song by um, Jefferson uh, Jet, I think their name is called. Jefferson that little... Airship. Oh, Starship. Airship. I can't remember. Fair. So they did play that, and a lot of people had speculations. They played it on a commercial during SmackDown with red lighting and all that. Some people are saying it's Bray Wyatt, uh, but then other people were like, no, hey, uh, the, he was called the white rabbit back in Lucha underground. Um, so they're just saying that's probably going to be either just part of Karrion Cross's new entrance or just for that one time spectacle at maybe I would have thought maybe for crown jewel. Cause WWE is going to get a shit ton of money. And if you're going to get that song, you can definitely get it. At for at well, what you do it at Crown Jewel, so it would make sense for it to be at Crown Jewel, carrying cross versus Drew. But I honestly do see that happening sooner rather than later at Extreme Rules. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't think I agree. I don't think it's Bray. I think, frankly, if Bray shows up, I think they're gonna have him be a surprise. It's just gonna be. Like, you don't need to show anything on a SmackDown just to see if shit works. Why would you do it with a crowd there on top of that? Just do it before fucking people are allowed in the building. You know, like, come on now. One job. But it's Triple H stirring stuff. That's what he does. He's a PR guy now, too. So, you know, he's good at PR. Yeah. But yeah, that was the thing. Everyone went nuts for that. Oh my goodness, you played White Rabbit. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. What's going on? Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Your mimicking of the, of the wrestling universe out there is uh, always uh, quite fascinating. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's the thing we need to at least discuss a bit. Mm. Just... Saw the the uh, article about it from earlier. The reports, the rumors that Warner Brothers Discovery and NBC Universal may be in talks to do a merger. <laughs> the real forbidden door, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, so here's the deal: is we talked about whether <clears throat> at one point whether um, the Warner Brothers Discovery merger was bad for AEW. And uh, I don't think it was bad for AEW, right? This right. would be bad for AEW. This would be 100% yeah. bad for AEW. Uh, if they merge, NBC Universal is, is going to back WWE, right? Right. They're, they're the ones who get the better ratings. We can, we can talk all we want about how AEW's ratings are better than, than NXT. And how they're improving 1.2 million. Uh, but 1.2 million is importantly not 2 million, which is what Raw and SmackDown basically average now. 
Right. Um, and so this merger happened. It's a bad thing for AEW. It's not going to be suddenly Forbidden Door 2.0. Now there's now there's cross promotion on it whatsoever. They're going to talk back. No, no. The the merged group will take a side and they will side with the one that earns them the most money. Right. <clears throat> and so unless uh, they decide to keep both, because if you're going to merge your three big ass companies like that or two or with already two of them already merged, like you also do have still a lot of cable channels that you have to fill. No, and and the getting thing is, they're, they're from both. They're not going to immediately cut AEW. I'm not saying that's going to be the thing. But what is going to happen is one's going to get priority, right? One's going to get all of the promos. One's going to get all of the the publicity. You know, right now, Warner Brothers Discovery is putting out uh, press releases every week touting AEW's ratings, right? Mm -hmm. That won't happen. If the mer- if this merger happens, right, the promo the promotional things touting ratings are going to be on Raw and SmackDown every week. That's it. Um, and so, you know, when when focus gets taken away and split, it's gonna end up on WWE. Um, what will happen is AEW will start shopping for a different partner, right? Um, but it means there won't be a streaming deal. For AEW, if they're negotiating right now with HBO Max for a streaming deal, um, but this merger goes through, HBO Max and Discovery are going to merge with Peacock, and there's not going to be a AEW tab on Peacock right next to the WWE tab. That's not going to happen. So no streaming deal. Um, And because of that, they wouldn't be able to negotiate with Disney to be streaming on their site because I'm sorry, you've got an exclusivity deal with us. So it'd be bad for AEW all around. Um, if that happens, uh, and I don't want it to happen. Um, I, I also think going outside of the wrestling realm, it would be bad for us consumers. Um, there comes a point with mergers that it starts to hurt competition so much that it it makes things worse just all around. And this is one of those ways, right? If your only choice to watch streaming is to pay for an NBC Universal app, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to hurt things in the long run. So. <clears throat> I'm already a little bit frustrated with the Warner Brothers Discovery because their <laughs> reports have it they're putting focus on Discovery instead of instead of HBO Max. HBO Max has the best user interface of all of the streaming apps. Oh, really? I've never. Oh, I can't use it. It is. It's it great. Is absolutely fantastic. Um, and I haven't played with Discovery, uh, but. All reports I've had is its interface is garbage. <laughs> um, and to take the the priority away from HBO Max and put it on Discovery and merge HBO Max into Discovery versus the other way around, I think hurts HBO Max, who is 
a legitimate competitor with Disney Plus. Right. Um, and I think it takes them a step back and uh, maybe into the point where they're not even a competitor with Disney Plus anymore. Um, and I think that's bad for us as well. So, but you know, whatever. I don't <laughs> whatever. Have a choice. No, exactly. I, I don't get control a... here. So, <laughs> wait, you, you're not the one with control over this? Nope. I ain't got no control. Damn. They, they and don't he come to me. Finally admits it. But, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about while we're here? While we're here. Hmm. Um No, I mean I think we kind of covered everything really. Um Yeah, I mean I again I saw it, but no one really truly reported it like confirmation confirmation but it looks like cm punk might be in talks to legit sue aew but again it's not by a true source yet uh so i don't know it could be any i I don't think he has grounds grounds to sue as of yet that's it they didn't go into even detail on that so i'm like this is like just because he hasn't even been officially suspended by aew so what what is he suing right he's injured he can't wrestle he's not ready willing and able to wrestle he can't even collect unemployment based on this um because he doesn't i'm just saying they're they're standards for unemployment you have to be ready willing and able right right? so if you're injured you are not able therefore you don't qualify for an unemployment um he is not ready, willing, and able. Um, so he, even if he were to uh, try to say, oh, they're, they're depriving me of income by suspending me, their sp- response back is, you can't wrestle. You're injured. Right. You can't wrestle. So what what is he going to sue for there? Um, you know, and on top of that, I guarantee you, Tony Khan, he comes from a uh, pro football background and a soccer professional European football background. Mm-hmm. Uh, their contracts have clauses in them that allow suspensions. Yeah, I would uh, for sure. I'd imagine that. Absolutely. So, the, so I don't think he's got a fucking leg to stand on to sue. Right? <laughs> right. On top of it, right? I, I'm I'm gonna point out he hasn't shown to be sue heavy in the past. Of all of the things Chicago Phil has done, yeah. he has not shown to be sue heavy, right? Well, I mean, he he didn't file the lawsuit against WWE. They filed the lawsuit against him. He countersued. Oh right? snap! Okay, right, that's uh, true. He Side didn't note, file also the lawsuit. Not a wise decision when you threw the first punch. Yeah. Uh, he didn't file the lawsuit against uh, Colt Cabana. He countersued after Colt Cabana sued him, right? So he hasn't shown a history of suing, of of being the aggravating sewer. He's only, in the history that we've seen, been retaliatory suing, right? Fair. Um, but also, like DFA mentioned, you threw the first, first punch, man. So... <laughs> Regardless of what 
uh, you think you can sue about, you threw the first punch. The first punch. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, if this goes to a court, the elites are going to come in and they're going to say their side of the story. You said in the interview, if you have a problem, come talk to me. And we came to your door and knocked on your door like you told us to. And then you attacked us. Sounds to me like you picked a fight with us. That's a pretty open and shut case, you know. I don't know many, many judges who would look at that and go, I don't know. We should we should take this all the way to trial. Oh, there's something there. There's something <laughs> there. We should. So, I don't think he's got a leg to stand on for for filing a lawsuit. Period. Um. But if he wants to sue, and uh, you know, here here's the deal. Uh, Tony Khan has said it. He's got more money than him. <laughs> right i still can't believe out of all that scrum that him mentioning like oh i got a lot of fucking money let's come let's go you know what i mean i'm surprised that well obviously there was so much cm punk shit though but i was like oh tony this comment looks so egotistical of you yes you do but oh my god uh but you know i guess it's back so what can you do yeah WWE content to get pulled from Hulu Saturday. Deal set to expire. I didn't even know they were on WWE um, on Hulu. They if it's been a while since I've had Hulu, so um, but if I remember correctly, they had a deal where Raws and SmackDown were posted in abbreviated form. Um, uh, okay, like for the next seven days, days later. SmackDown. No, apparently the yeah the next day apparently was it next day? I don't know. Wow, it was, nice. But but it was abbreviated. It was like SmackDown was edited down to like forty five minutes. Oh Jesus! Uh, okay. And Raw was like an hour and a half or something like that. I mean, it was it was really shortened. Um, and fucking nobody liked it anyways. And <laughs> if you can get it on. Peacock. Tell us what I, you actually think about it. I actually don't know. Can, can you watch Raw and SmackDown on Peacock like next day, or is it like delayed by a couple weeks? It's delayed by a few weeks. That doesn't surprise me. Even the network, I don't even think I can either. It's still like, uh, it's definitely I th- delayed I think, by a few weeks as well. I think the television networks want an exclusivity phase for uh, for what though. For first run viewing, um, I don't know. Same reason Twitch wants an exclusivity phase. Um, no, I know, but I mean, in terms of okay, I guess maybe on your video on demand, but I don't even know if you put them on your VOD for a hot minute or not. Um, but you generally don't do replays except on the same night, so which, I don't get why they need them after a day. Which is why they want the exclusivity. Because they say if you want to watch this anywhere within the first week, you have to either DVR it or watch it live. Um, therefore, you're seeing our advertisement. We're making the money off of you, and you count towards live viewing for ratings. Right? Ratings? What do those ratings. do? 
What are these? They make money. Because, wow, man, it is still far behind, at least on the network. The latest, most recent Raw I have is August 15th. Yeah, so that's... Two weeks. Two weeks. A month. month. Yeah. So... So yeah, but that's my point is is they, they want those live view ratings. Right? Uh that's what they want. That's their their main thing. And uh DVRs count towards live views now. Oh, do they? Um, okay. Like a live viewing now, that's why it takes a, a full day for the things. They call it live and next day uh meaning on demand, right? right. So they want those ratings. All to themselves. They don't want the you you know going off to Hulu and watching it there, um, which is why it sucks on Hulu. Right. I fucking hate Hulu. I really do. My <laughs> wife's making us making us resubscribe to it for the fucking uh, Handmaid's Tale <laughs> right. show. She loves that shit. Uh, and uh, blink three times if you're being held hostage and forced to watch it. <laughs> um, actually, if you're if you're okay with that because you love your wife. Actually, to be perfectly, she doesn't make me watch it. I she watches it usually when I'm watching something else or up here fucking with my computer or shit like that. So, wait, so I wait, don't. You have one of those attached to your computer? Um, no. I mean, it's just a small computer. I don't need. I don't need too much. USB port's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? technically i have two computers right now um old computer sitting right next to my new one mr fancy pants well i've been transferring information but then i realized i didn't have to transfer information (laughs) Uh, i can just have it as a network drive that i can pull from whenever i want to Oh, look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants again. So I just have old Hi. Maggie. Nerd. 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 But anywho's. Um Yeah, no, I hate Hulu. I'm glad we got rid of it, but now she's like, Oh, you gotta get it back. And I'm like, fine. It's it's too expensive. And it's uh fucking with ads still. You pay money. And you still have fucking ads. That's like cable. Um, yeah, I hate cable. I got rid of cable. Oh, that's the whole point. I don't like fucking ads anymore, unless they're yeah. ads on our show. At which point you watch them. We or you money. don't. You subscribe. And you don't have to watch them. Kind of like what Hulu should do when you're subscribing to something. You Ed don't Zachary. get in ads. Except Netflix Ooh. is now doing that. You can subscribe to them for less and they'll show you ads. Yeah. Because they're yeah, losing a shit ton of coin. I get my Netflix paid for by my uh, cell phone provider. So, Oh, look at you, fancy pants. I just get IPTV because fuck everyone. Uh, I'm about to get Paramount Plus paid for. By my uh, cell phone provider, too. Look at you. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I send them enough money every month. Might as well get some free shit out of it, too. Anyways. Um, But, yeah, I think think we've kind of reached the end of of shit to talk about. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to specifically talk about? No. 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 
Well, then that will bring us to the end. Oh, snap. Maybe last little thing. Kenny Omega now is unable to appear at AAA because of his suspension as well. So let's add that to the things that Kenny Omega cannot do. Yep. Shouldn't have gotten bit by A Steel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shouldn't have went there with the Buckos. I still say the one, the one thing from both reports that I believe more than anything in the world is that Kenny Omega was more concerned with saving the dog than actually being in the fight. Uh, that's the most Kenny Omega thing I think I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, oh, there's a fight breaking out. Better take care of this dog. It might get scared. So, <laughs> anyways. We will go ahead and uh, close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe um, if you uh, joined us for the live stream. Thank you. If you are watching this on replay, uh, we are exclusive to Twitch for the live stream. And then for the first 24 hours after that, after that, it then does get posted to uh, YouTube. So you can watch it there as well as the audio version gets posted to our podcast as normal. Uh, but there is a delay. So if you want to hear this when it comes out, you join us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU. Couldn't be simpler. Totally free. Join. Now you can subscribe and send us some monies. Um and, and not have to deal great. with those annoying ads. And not have to deal with those ads. Oh, also, um, I'm gonna point out that that uh, merch store that I mentioned. Um, as we get more and more stuff there, if you're a subscriber, you get discounts on merch too. What? What? Mm -hmm. You mean I can get our fantastic shirts for cheaper? For cheaper? Yes. But I um, have to subscribe. No, that makes me sad, Panda. Even if I Prime Game uh, Prime subscribe, yep, that gets you level mm -hmm. one subscription benefits. Which is, uh, I believe, fifteen percent off. Oh, saving on the taxes! Look at me go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you go up to uh, tier two. You go to twenty percent off, and tier three is a whopping thirty percent off. Oh my God! Everyone should subscribe to tier three. Ambrosia, what are you doing? <laughs> No, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, bam. Okay, let's end this. I have a nicotine craving. Speaking yeah, of that. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it only took you the whole fucking podcast. <laughs> hey, I've been back in and out. Have you? All right, fair enough. Yeah. I've also dozed off a couple times because, you know. You were talking. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, that's facts. Ambrosia doesn't know the link. Um, I'm putting the new merch store up there. Ooh. That's the new link. You can hey. still use the old link because the old link still has stuff there. But the new link is where you get the discounts from. I also am going to point out I have the t-shirts priced um, uh, better at the new store. Margins are Really? Better. Yes. So um, as I get stuff switched over. Oh, wait. So does that. Oh, no, but that's stream elements. That has nothing to do with Amazon, right? That's a stream element thing. Yeah, that's stream elements. Yep. Uh, I would have been like, oh, my God, maybe I also get like Amazon Prime shipping. <laughs> but no, totally unrelated. Okay. 
totally unrelated, yes. Unrelated. Um, but anyways, yes. Check out our merch store. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, send your friends. Again, twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU. Um, you can follow us on the Facebooks. You can follow us all over the place. Uh, but the one place I really want you to follow us is twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU. Uh, cause that's where you'll get the live streams, right? Um, you can follow me on all of the socials at raw and order WBU, except Facebook where it's at piss ant podcast, like on the hat because reasons, I don't know. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. And you can follow JLB at JLB420 on Twitter. Twitch is where it's at, though. Follow me there. I'm officially affiliated. And uh, they need to see my twitch.tv slash JLBTLC25. Thank you. Um, over, ooh, I was almost there. Over there, right down there. And uh, Real Talk Radio is the brand. Probably not going to be doing anything for a hot minute because I'm going to Medico and uh, I ain't doing shit by drinking and relaxing and uh, enjoying myself. Um, so, wait, you're going to go to Mexico, chilling Medico. out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Shooting some b-ball up some it's 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 gonna be probably football because i'm going with like a few football friends so they're like all gonna be like let's go play some football I'm like all right so shooting football that some football or football. football or football american football american football okay. america mm-hmm. um actually they play flag football but whatever football what kind hey hey, hey, hey. You i don't think those kind of language can be used on flag not the other one not no, the okay. English cigarettes. Okay, I get it. 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 Just making sure. Um, Your hair's crazy, bud. I know. I'm going for a haircut this week, too. I'm also very excited. Can, uh, can I cut it for you? Haircut and shave. Stop. Uh, just just have your flight stop in my area. I'll go to the airport, and then I get to cut your hair. <laughs> just, yeah, you're going to have a whole fucking kit there waiting for me? Nice. Uh, at, at my local airport, I could probably pull that off. <laughs> nice. Um, speaking of your uh, non-wrestling related uh, podcast, uh, I finally got to see Elvis today. And oh, it was muy bueno. Yeah, uh, no, it was it it, it was good. It just wasn't as good as like, you know, a walk the line or a ray or um thing. But I mean it I was good for what it was, I guess. I don't think it was trying to be those. Um It's just a different I, story too though. It was a different you know, story. So. Um I to be perfectly honest, uh I think it really should have been called Colonel Parker. Um right. Because yeah. he was really the main character of it. You know what's uh, messed up? I did not realize that was Tom Hanks until like after I watched the film and I was researching the film. I'm like, that was Tom Hanks. I'm like, I knew his oh, voice no. sounded familiar. <laughs> no, I recognized. I knew it was him. I mean, I knew he was in it, but I knew it was him as soon as he opened his oh. mouth. Uh, it no, was good makeup. It. it was good makeup. Really good makeup. It was really it, good makeup. From here up, he was Tom Hanks, though. I you could see his eyes. Fair, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but no, it was really good. I. I was a Elvis fan growing up, so I think I was the target demographic for for this. Um, uh, but no, but I mean they 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 did a little bit of everything with Elvis. So mm-hmm. they they went through his bad, his good, 
um you know his drugs they did the whole drug scenario thing mm-hmm. and yeah no i mean it was a, it was a good good movie good yeah. movie it's just i think i think they could have spent maybe a little bit more time on the drug use considering it's yeah. probably what killed him what killed him um, um i i did also like that they he they made it they they reincorporated his blues and jazz from when he was younger and how the black community kind of yeah. he was influenced by his the, the community he was in yeah and that's yeah, what i was, made, I, I, was know, worried I really that enjoyed gonna, that that they were gonna whitewash it a little bit um i was too that, yep, yep yep but i mean having bb king be an actual character having uh uh mama thornton uh uh little richard as an actual character for a short period of time uh right. we're, we're all thing but you know i mean that was that was really the thing with uh elvis that was what made him so controversial at the beginning is because he's saying black people music uh but he's not black what yeah it was the whole thing right at the beginning did they do anything with the ed sullivan uh they didn't talk the ed sullivan show uh uh because they they kind of covered it with the uh what was what was the one before Ed Sullivan? Glenn Miller show? No. What happened on the Ed Sullivan show? The Ed Sullivan show was one of his appearances where they he... filmed him like we film our podcast in yeah. Europe. You you know the 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 segment in it where he appeared on the one uh, show and uh, he was so scandalous that then the next time they had him on they made him sing. Uh, to an actual dog and dress like a preacher man or whatever and be all clean cut and everything. Uh, When he went on the Ed Sullivan show, uh, they were so worried about his hip gyrations that they wouldn't film him below, like, chest level. Because they didn't want his scandal. They kind of showed him that, though. But but that's it. They did did the first one. I wasn't trying to remember what show it was. Uh, It was for the Santa Claus thing, no? Uh, no, it like a Santa Claus special, Christmas special. Are you talking about before that? Before that, uh, Steve Allen or Milton Berle? No, Steve Allen. It's got to be Steve Allen show. That was the first show. Yeah, Steve Allen show. That was the first show that he came on and he performed. And then when they brought him back, uh, they made him sing to the Hound Dog and dress like a like a Bible salesman and he really hated, right. hated it. And they could have done the Ed Sullivan show about, because it was all about the same time, but it it's kind of the same story. Right. And so why repeat it twice? Um, sort of a thing. Um, this makes sense. But, you know, they didn't focus as much on his drug use. I mean, they mentioned it and that his drug use was getting to him and maybe slurring his speech and stuff like that. But uh, they also... Well, you, you, you did seem messed up for a bit, too, and why his wife was leaving, right? So yeah. that kind of worked. But, like, his drug use got pretty bad at one point. Um, they also didn't focus on Fat Elvis as much as I think they could have. Um, right? They, I was kind of curious... Like, Fat Elvis was basically just the last five minutes of the movie was like, yeah, he put on a little weight, and but he's still in Vegas and he's still singing and and then uh, right uh, and oh, and then he died. I know, but that's it. I almost kind of wanted to see his last day. Is maybe all I was kind of missing, like how exactly? Like I don't know. I wanted a little bit of Fat Elvis at least. 
Yeah. You know? Um, he one, died on uh, a toilet. He died on a toilet, yes. I know. I wanted to, you know. Of a heart attack that may I mean, or may not like... have been drug-induced. Um, but I mean, it could uh, have been an overdose, and then he had a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, well, I mean, drugs can be bad on your heart, so, uh, you know. But um, I was really impressed. Uh, Austin Butler did all of the singing up until the 68 comeback special. So all of young Elvis singing was was actually was him, him singing. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, the 68 comeback special and on, which was really only the last like half hour of the movie. Uh, that's when they switched to actual Elvis uh, where he just lip synced to Lynch. him, but, uh, but and then they did use some actual Elvis footage throughout the course of the movie as well. Yeah, uh, there's a really cool. Uh, Smarks, I'm going to ask you a silly question. Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember when Elvis died. Were you alive when Elvis died? I was, I was not. He died in August of '77, and I was born in October of '77. Um. So if so, Elvis would have hang on for a few more months, yeah, I would have been alive for him to die. Smarks would have been alive for him to die. Um, my mom used to tell the story of me when I was in, I want to say third grade. I was really big into Elvis and I begged her to let me dye my hair black so I could be like Elvis because obviously that was the only thing that was different about us. Yes. Um, still is. Still is to this day. Aside from that, everything else is uncanny. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly like Elvis. You enjoy bacon, peanut butter, and banana sandwiches. He mostly didn't put bacon. It was mostly just peanut butter and banana. Um, I banana. would add bacon to it because, you know, I am... I'm, well, you'd be fat, just, Elvis. I'm just built different. Yeah, you'd be fat, Elvis. Um, <laughs> uh, but I feel like if you want to play a role on television. Oh, come on. I'm already fat Conan O'Brien. <laughs> well. Oh. I mean, um, you've, been, you've been compared to Conan O'Brien. O'Brien a fat a Conan O'Brien. There's, yeah, it's, I, I it's, was trying it's, to be nice. You can't change the story. They said Fat Conan O'Brien, so that's the way it has to be. Anyway, I'm repulsed that they didn't call you short. For yeah, O'Brien. short Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien's a fucking oh. giant. Oh, um, like Conan O'Brien is six, also five. a skinny, lanky mother. Yeah, he's tall, too, skinny, so. lanky. I am short and not skinny, lanky. You, not skinny you. Lanky. They could have said same weight but shorter. Conan O'Brien, which would have been more way, PC. <laughs> but, yeah. but anyways, well, that was your um, impromptu film review yeah. on Elvis. No, but I, I, this but is but I did really like it. Austin oh. Butler was phenomenal. Absolutely was. phenomenal. Uh, there's yeah. a really cool YouTube video you can find if you look for it that uh, stitches together Austin Butler's performance as Elvis with the footage of those same performances that from Elvis from Elvis and you can see how close he was uh to it this is I mean I know this wasn't his first movie but this was a star making performance we're going to be seeing a lot more of Austin Butler soon and fun fact um I had thought this was kind of a low budget movie oh, fuck no just before 
but it's one of the highest movies of a yeah. of a singer uh, in terms of budgeting wise. It was eighty million. Yeah, uh, like Ray was forty design. million. Walk the Line was like fifty million. So Baz was... Lerman does not do anything halfway. Mm. Have you ever watched any of his other shit? I don't know what was his other shit. Uh, Moulin Rouge, um, Strictly okay. Ballroom, yeah, Moulin Rouge. Um, uh, the um, Romeo and Juliet. Um, I know I'm forgetting one. But I mean, you did mention Moulin Rouge, and that was Um, Australia, which he filmed in Australia. Um, Great Gatsby, that's the one I was forgetting. Um, Oh, snap. Which, fun fact on the Great Gatsby, right? Uh, I got to see that in 3D in movie theaters. And it was was the best 3D movie I've ever seen. Wait, ever? I I kid you not. The way they did the 3D for the movie was better than any other 3D movie I'd seen. Right? Um, Because they didn't treat it as like this, ooh, Ooh, I'm going to point my finger at you. Oh, I'm pointing a gun towards you. Oh, the alien is flying straight at you. Shit. They used it for artistic purposes. When you were in scenes where snow was falling, it was falling in layers. So it gave the, the, the screen depth for everything. You felt like you were there. Anyways, mm. Boslerman does not do anything halfway he fucking goes balls to the wall on everything he does um it seems like it would be an uncomfortable thing balls to the wall it probably is pretty uncomfortable i mean <laughs> i haven't tried it myself um i you know i've i've i don't have the the uh, did you do everything in- yes yes i did are you sure did you put your balls to the wall like like listen you know i'm a fat guy and my equipment set up in a way balls to the wall is not something I can do easily. That's all I'm saying. Mm. On that note, we are going to wrap things up for the wrestling booking unit. We already told you all the things to do to follow us and like share and subscribe and all that stuff. If you joined us for the live stream, thanks. Um, if you're listening us to, to us elsewhere much. or later, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but on that note, we're going to close the book. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you soon. Bye.